Today's reading is taken from the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And our next reading is from Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused. But later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet, because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice, so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. So so listening to these uh, two passages, at at one level, uh, you would think, well, the, the message today is, it's really quite straightforward. And if you're thinking that, that's good. The, the, the message today is, is a message about us being a people that walk in hope and people that walk in hope are people of prayer. And so, yes, at one level, the, the message today is quite simple. But I, I wonder when you look at your life and the amount of time that you spend in prayer, what, what does that look like for you? If you're like me, uh, prayer can be difficult at times. Uh, I can look at other people's prayer lives and go, mine isn't as good as that. I can look at the way that Jesus prays in Scripture and go, ah, mine doesn't really measure up to that. And so what does it look like for us to be a people who walk in hope, a people of prayer? Uh, when, we think about, uh, when we think about this passage uh, I, I want to first just jump back to last week and ask you, how, how did you go uh, reading Philippians? Who read some of Philippians? Listen to it. Listen, listening's as good as reading these days. Who read all of Philippians? Well done. I, I didn't read all of Philippians. Uh, <laughs> I, I got stuck in the first chapter of Philippians and I found I was just... Uh, I didn't get stuck that I read it one day and then forgot to read it the rest of the days. I just felt myself going really slowly through it because there's such a, a weightiness to the words of Philippians. And as I uh, thought on some of those words and prayed some of the prayers that are connected with those words, uh, I, I found that I didn't want to rush through the, the rest of the chapters. So well done if you've been reading Philippians. Uh, it's okay if you, if you didn't read Philippians. How about you try again 
this week. If you finished Philippians, I've got a, a new challenge for you in terms of reading the Bible. How about you try Colossians uh, this week? And if you read through it really quickly or you listened quickly, because when you listen to someone else talk, you, you can't slow them down, uh, let me encourage you to go back and just sit in some of the verses that jumped out at you and say, God, what do you want to say to me through this? How do you want me to uh, live as a result of this? How can I pray after this? Uh, Peter, you've always got a question, so help me out. Yes, that well. Yes, King James Version. Oh, good. So, I, I'm glad you got that result. Yeah, good. Yeah, we can, we can get lost in old language. So the, the new revised standard version is the one we use here, and it can feel a bit wooden at times. I, I will often find myself uh, reading different versions just because they can bring the text to life as Peter experienced. And so if you're finding the version that you're using uh, is difficult to read, talk to me about a different version that you can read because there is very readable versions of the Bible uh, the other good news is you probably found some bits of it difficult. Uh, in February, we're going to start looking at Philippians as a church, and so slowing down as a church and re really unpacking it. So some of the things that were still unclear at the end of three times or four times, whatever it ended up, uh, will hopefully become clear to you at the end of looking at it uh, for us as a church. Uh, for me, it's a book that uh, brings encouragement, because uh, it's a book that's spoken into uh, suffering. It's, it's written from someone who's in jail and yet overflowing with encouragement for other people. Uh, the reason Paul overflowed uh, with such encouragement is that Paul was a person of prayer. Uh, Paul uh, was a person that, that wrote some of these words that we've digested this morning. Uh, when, when you hear those words from 1 Thessalonians 5 uh, and you're asking yourself the question, uh, what is God's will? Uh, the, the answer is in those simple verse, uh, verses. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God. So he gives us three big things to do. Rejoice always. Now, I don't know about you, but when I get up in the morning, first thing, I, I'm not much of a talker for the first two hours of the day, let alone really wanting to rejoice. But uh, Paul's instruction is rejoice always. It's not a, this is a good thing to do. This is actually a, a command to you that in all circumstances, you find a way for your, not only your heart, but your lips to rejoice. Uh, we heard Stuart talking about the, just observing nature around him and enjoying nature. We, we can look at what's around us and we can give thanks. We can rejoice, take joy, remember and take joy in what's around us. But the rejoicing that we do is not just a, a rejoice in the present, it's look back with joy. And so it's, as we start our days, it's so good to start with Scripture because we can look back 
with joy as to what God's done. So rejoice always, though, is even in the midst of difficult circumstances. Uh, you're in, in the, the supermarket, and once again, it is out of what you've been looking for. And you've been in there every day. Maybe you're looking for a rapid antigen test, and this is about the 20th day in a row that you've gone to the chemist and someone else has got one before you. How can you rejoice in that circumstance? Well, rejoice that probably because you're walking into the chemist, you don't have COVID. <laughs> uh, rejoice that you've got the money uh, to be able to walk up thinking about buying a $10 test or whatever you want in the supermarket. Rejoice that you even have access. Think about the, the countries around the world that you can be praying for uh, that don't even have access to the level of vaccine we have. Uh, rejoice that our, our health system is still chugging along even though it is burdened. Uh, there's lots that we can rejoice in. And so rejoice always is a command to us for, for us to be a people that look in our circumstances for what we can take joy in, but not only in our circumstances, remember when we're in them, there's things in our past that we can take joy in, even if in the present life is difficult. We can take joy in that Jesus is with us. Even if we don't feel him, even if we don't know his blessing, we can rejoice because he's with us always. And so there's lots of opportunity for us to be a people that rejoice always. And when we rejoice, when we speak out those words, uh, I'm so thankful for this, we can speak them to God and we can speak them to other people and both are words of prayer. And so then the next uh, words to us are pray without ceasing. Well, Randall, I find it hard enough to uh, pray for a little bit in the morning or a little bit throughout the day. How, how do I pray without ceasing? Uh, the, there's a song that's, that's out on uh, Christian radio at the moment uh, called Talking to Jesus. It's a, it's a great song. Uh, I, I love it. Uh, I think Hamish, uh, he loves it as well. And it's, it's really this simple story song uh, where this guy tells this story about how he used to go to church on Sunday morning and Wednesday night. And uh, it's, he tells the story of how uh, his mum would say to him uh, as he was complaining about being there, one day you're going to thank me that you've got God in, my, in your life. And he, he tells this story about how he'd hear his grandma uh, babbling about and he'd wonder what it was all about. And she, she told him she was talking to Jesus and uh, then he tells this story about how one day he learned to talk to Jesus. And it was this kind of praying that changed his life. And talking to Jesus is not just something you kind of do and then you're done. It's something where we're actually designed to do walking all the way with him. That in your, your circumstances, when you hit a, a spot where you don't know what to do, Jesus what are you up to here? How can I join in on that? Jesus, what do you want me to do? I'm not sure. Uh, Jesus, this is out of my control. I, I need your help. Uh, Jesus, please bless this person. And so the little mumbling that he describes his, his grandma used to do, that he used to wonder what was all about, she said this kind of praying will change your life. It's the kind of under your breath prayer that in, infects, maybe that's not the right word, but infects every situation that you're in, that in every situation you're in, there's these little prayers, this little dialogue between you and God. 
God, as you're walking down the street, God, thanks, thanks for this. Thank you for this person. Lord, I pray for this person that I'm meeting up with now. Lord, is there anything that you want me to encourage them in? Is there any way in which I can share with them something that will help them? Uh, Lord, I, I pray for this. I know they're going through this and, and they're finding it difficult. And uh, sometimes with this prayer, we, we can go, well, I prayed all this prayer, but is, is God really listening? Is he really answering? And I think as you, you look back, you, you will see uh, God working in your circumstances as you sort of pause and remember. So we need the not only pray without ceasing prayer, but the pause and reflect prayer. Uh, but let me encourage you that, that God is working. The way that I experience uh, God working most is when I pray in person for people. When someone is anxious and I pray for them to have peace. Uh, when someone's needing encouragement and I pray that God will give a word of encouragement and he does. And then the other way that I see God working is when I'm praying for big things and saying, Lord, uh, where, where's the direction going? Where do you want me? And I see him lead that path even if it takes a, a period of time and I can look back and go, Lord, thanks that you led me from here to here. Thank, thank you for walking with me on this journey. And the the conversation happens all through. And it's often when you're, you're praying, you're asking God, what about this? Uh, I want you to work here. Uh, that you don't get the answer right in the moment, but as you look back, you're able to see how God walked with you and answered those prayers uh, as you look back at life that you've walked with Him. So pray without ceasing. Find, find ways to pray all the time. And, and let me encourage you, don't just pray little prayers in your mind. Like It's this little awkward thing that uh, I see Christians doing sometimes where they try and get their brain to form words in their mind that don't come out their, their mouth. I don't think it works that well. Uh, I, th I think it's a new thing. Uh, from what I read and understand, most praying used to happen out loud until the last few hundred years. Prior to them, people didn't know this kind of praying in your head kind of prayer. They just used to pray out loud. And so you, you might see the, the, the older guy walking down the street muttering to himself, maybe he was praying. Uh, at, at one level, we should seem like the crazy people to everyone else. Because <laughs> we're talking to a God who we can't see, who they can't see, and we believe that he is answering we should seem crazy, and we need to be willing to be a little bit crazy as we pray for God without ceasing. So let me encourage you, uh, and part of the challenge is for this week is to find ways to invite God into all of your circumstances, to be praying in all circumstances, uh, even if it is uh, as you're sitting down at the table and wondering, what do we talk about next? Lord, what do you want us to talk about next? And just let the Lord direct your heart. Uh, even if it is as you're going for your walk, you begin to just thank him for what you see. Learning to pray without ceasing is the, the kind of prayer that will change your life. The next part of Thessalonians, it says, give thanks in all circumstances. And so 
There's always something to be thankful for if you're wondering, what do I pray for? I think I've told you the story before about the, uh, the girl and the, the, the young boy that received the giant heap of manure for their birthday. And the girl grabs the, the shovel and she, she digs through it and she's digging through it. And, and the, the boy's like, what are you doing? What, why are you digging through all this manure? And, and, and she says, well, with, with all this manure around, there's got to be a pony here somewhere. And, and so it's that being willing to have God's perspective in all circumstances that as much as you see the, the, the pony pile, uh, that you're actually looking for God at work and you're giving thanks for how he has worked. So giving thanks in all circumstances is a discipline that we need to get in the, the habit of. And as we do this, as we rejoice always, as we pray without ceasing, as we give thanks in all circumstances, what we find is that God gives us uh, mercy for the moment. That is, he meets us in the moments of life with the mercy that we need. If we all got what we deserved for, for what we'd done or how we'd worked or how much we'd prayed, none of us would receive uh, much, if anything. But God gives us mercy in the moments in which we turn to him. He gives us fresh eyes to see, fresh energy to live, fresh strength to move on. As we turn to him, he gives us what we need. Not always what we want, but what we need. And so when I'm encouraging you to be a people of prayer as you seek to be a people that walk in hope, I'm wanting to encourage you that as you're a person of prayer, you will find mercy in those moments of connection with God, that he'll give you not what you deserve but what you need in order to be able to be a person of hope and a person of light to those around you. And when we think about the one we're praying to, this shouldn't surprise us. See, we're praying to the one who sent his son Jesus to die for us when we weren't deserving in order to make a way for us to be connected to him. And Jesus says, I'm with you always. He's walking with us always. And he wants us to turn to him. And as we turn to him, we shouldn't be surprised that the one who died for us will give us what we need as we live with him. So this is the, the sort of prayer that will change your life, that moment-by-moment moment prayer as you turn to him in all of life for everything. We see in uh, Luke 18, the, the widow and the unjust judge. Uh, we can sometimes look at our circumstances, look at how they, they've not turned out the way we would have liked them. And that sometimes accusations will, will fall upon God. Uh, many people who will count themselves an atheist would, would say, I don't believe in your God because he didn't do this. Not an intellectual decision, a, a largely emotional decision that they felt like God hasn't measured up for them. And so Jesus encourages us, remember the nature of God. See, if you, if you bother an unjust judge, just to get rid of you, 
they're eventually going to hear what you have to say and move you on your way. But we don't pray to an unjust judge. What's the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray? Our, our Father in heaven. Wait, a, a, a Father. And this is not a, a bad Father. This is our good Father in heaven who delights in us as his children, who's made a way for us through his Son. That you're invited to come and sit up on the, the lap of your Father in heaven and bring him your concern. So we're, we're encouraged by this parable to, to pray always and do not lose heart. Well, what does he mean here? That God's timeline is not our timeline, that justice hasn't been brought in our timeline doesn't mean that justice isn't coming. That we haven't seen the result of our prayers doesn't mean that God isn't already answering them. That things haven't turned out the way that we hoped doesn't mean that God isn't working. So when we look to God, we need to pray always and to not lose heart because we, when we're praying always, we're, we're seeking God's justice. You see, we have a, a just judge, a one that is able to not only see evil that is big, but evil that is small. One that so wanted to deal with not just evil that is big, but evil that is small that he started in the human heart. And he starts in each of our hearts and he wants to bring change and transformation. And so uh, Romans 5 is one of my favorite passages where it calls you to, to look at transformation and it says, as you see change happen, as you persevere and you see things happen, hope is built. As character is changed, hope is built. And so when we pray, one of the ways that's really helpful for us to pray is to uh, pray in these kind of circles. Start with yourself. Start with the person that you know that most needs prayer, uh, the person whose things you know most need prayer for. So pray for the things you're struggling with. Uh, give thanks for the things that you're thankful for. Pray for the circumstances you face, whether you feel competent or not competent. Uh, pray first here in this inner circle. You and God, he wants to hear your heart. Then move it a little bit wider. Pray for those who are in your family. Pray for your, your close friends. Pray for the, the needs of the ones that you know best. Then move it a little bit wider. Pray for those who are at arm's reach, those who are part of your community but maybe not part of your close circle. Then pray a little bit wider. Begin to pray for your state, your country. Pray a little bit wider. Begin to pray for this world. And as we uh, think outwardly, that's the way of thinking that we're called to think. That's the way of praying that we're called to pray, that as we look from ourselves outwards, we pray in partnership with God. And if you run out of things to pray for, uh, you're, you're maybe not looking enough. There's no shortage of things for us to pray for. Uh, one of the ways in which we really grow in prayer is praying with other people. One of the things that has changed me most in my journey of prayer 
is having both other people pray for me and praying with those people who know how to pray well. And so let me encourage you this year, uh, maybe you didn't turn up uh, for prayer in the year past. There's going to be lots of opportunities for us as a church to pray together. Come and pray with those who pray well because they pray well because prayer changes their life. And as you join, again, the the wrong word, you're going to get infected with (laughs) this heart and this desire to pray as well. See, God didn't design us to be people that live the Christian walk alone. He designed us to live it in connection with each other for our encouragement, Lord, that we would all grow together. Uh, the, 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 last, uh, words, uh, the, the last words of uh, what Jesus shares in verse 80, he says, I tell you uh, that uh, when, the sun re- when the sun returns, when God returns, uh, he'll bring just to the, justice to them. And yet when the Son of Man comes, so when Jesus returns, will he find faith on earth? Will he find faith on earth? What does faith look like? It looks like prayer. It doesn't look like uh, us turning up to church. It looks like us being a people of prayer that just happen to gather together on a Sunday, that just happen to gather through the week, that just happen to pray. So walking in hope is about us being a people that walk in prayer, walking in prayer when it's hard, walking in prayer when it's easy, rejoicing always, giving thanks in all circumstances, praying without ceasing. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to follow a formula. Your prayers don't need to sound like the King James Version <laughs> of the Bible. No, God just wants you to talk to him, to share life with him, to be encouraged by him, to pause and listen to him. So walking in hope is about us being a people of prayer. So uh, your challenge for this week is to go for a walk around your block and pray for it. Maybe you've got a really big block. Well, good, you'll pray more often. Uh, Maybe you're not doing too much walking. Go for a walk around (laughs) your house. We're all walking. We're all moving somewhere. Find a time during the week each day when you're going for a bit of a walk somewhere and begin to get into this habit of praying without ceasing, walking and praying. And before you one times, two times, three times, five times, a hundred times more than you were praying before. Don't feel guilty if you're not sitting aside this long, giant time of praying for an hour. Find a moment every day. As you're walking with someone else and there's silence, don't feel the need to, to fill the silence. Be one of those crazy mumbling people that's talking to God. Because that's who we are. We're the people that are following Jesus and praying to him. So let's live that out as his people. Let me pray. Lord God, you gave us our prayer as a gift, that in life 
uh, we would walk with you, that we would talk with you, uh, that we would find hope in you, that as we pray, you would change us, that in every circumstance, Lord, we, we would find you, that you would meet us, that you would give us uh, what we need. Lord, that we would find that as difficult as circumstances can sometimes be, that is as challenging as our thought life might be, that as we follow you, as we're obedient to you, Lord, we will find hope in the midst of any circumstance, Lord, that we'll find joy in the midst of any circumstance. So, Lord, help us, even when we don't feel like it, to rejoice always, to give thanks in all circumstances and to pray without ceasing. We pray it in the name of Jesus.